0: Oscar Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com.
1: Hi, Mom. Good morning, my dear. How are you doing? I'm
0: good. Thanks for
1: being on my podcast. Well, you're very welcome.
0: I want to talk about real estate with you. Oddly enough. Okay. What was the first house that you and dad bought?
1: The first house we bought was a house in Boise, Idaho. And we had been renting a house there for, oh, six, eight months. And um, your dad was driving up and down a street that normally he wasn't on and saw this house and said, it's for sale. Let's go look at it. And, um, it was a big house and it had a huge backyard and it was in a neighborhood that had moderate to little traffic and the landscaping had been taken care of as had the interior of the house. Um, it was a huge house and it was, um, two stories, which I would never buy again. And we bought that house in the summer of 1977 and three months later we were transferred from Boise back to Denver and we called the agent that we had uh, whose name was on the sign outside of the house that we ended up buying and said we need to sell this and she said good luck on not losing your shirts on this um, but we actually, even though we'd only been in that house about three months, we actually walked away with some cash in our pocket because it was a fabulous house. And when somebody else saw it, they bought it damn near on the spot.
0: So wait, you're telling me that the very first house you bought and sold was a property you owned for like, six months maybe and you managed to clear a profit on it after
1: taxes and commissions we had not been in that house more than three maximum four months when we were told we needed to move to denver and yeah um either we got a terrific deal when we bought it or it's one of those oftentimes when i've walked into a house like the house we lived in in um Big Rapids in Michigan, I walked into that house, I took one look, and it was like, I want this one. And I think the people who bought that house in Boise also just walked into it and said, I want this one. And yeah, we walked away with some money. I don't know.
0: I think much to Dad's chagrin, you and I had the exact same reaction to the Michigan
1: house. (laughs) Yes, pretty much. Here, we'll take two of them.
0: So when you bought the house in Boise, dad just went to the agent on the sign, who I assume was the listing agent, and you guys just worked with him to, to purchase it. It was a her. Her. Awesome. Even better. And yeah, yes, we did. And, and then three months later, she turned around and sold it for you.
1: Again. And she made money and we made money.
0: So when you arrived in Denver, how did you find your next agent?
1: Oh, my God. Well, what happened is we flew in to Denver from Boise um, and we had a weekend (laughs) to find and buy a house. And the realtor we worked with there was a woman um, whose husband worked with your dad. She was very good. She was very competent. We had talked to her before we flew into Denver and said, This is the number of bedrooms and baths we want, uh, this is the kind of neighborhood we would like to be in. And uh her name was Janine.
0: So she was a referral from dad's coworker.
1: Yeah, it was his wife. And she was very, very good. And so we flew in, looked at five or six houses, and um, made an offer on the house we liked the most and um Hopped on a plane and completed the paperwork by fax and mail.
0: <laughs> you just said mail.
1: <laughs> yeah. In the olden days, you used to have mail that went back and forth, <laughs> handled by many people.
0: I forgot to ask on the Boise house, but to, to start at the beginning and kind of the ladder of real estate, do you mind if I ask? what you guys paid for the Boise house and how much of a down payment you have?
1: I think we put down 20%. In fact, I'm pretty sure we did. I have no idea what we paid for that house in terms of precise terms, but I'm thinking we probably paid, oh, $80, to $90,000 for it. And now that house today, I am sure is selling for triple or quadruple that.
0: Well, if we wanted to go stock online, we could. <laughs> so you had 20% down. Can I be even more nosy and ask where you and dad got your
1: 20% down? Had you saved it? Did family help? What? We had saved the majority of it. But family did help. That was still allowed in those days. And we disclosed it and it wasn't a problem. I'm not
0: accusing you of loan fraud. <laughs> I'm just very curious.
1: Well, I don't think you can't do that too much anymore. Can you?
0: Um, yes, actually you can gift, uh, family gift money happens all the time. Um, and as long as it, again, as long as it's disclosed and documented, um, it's absolutely allowable. Um, within certain parameters.
1: Okay, well, that's how we did it. We had some savings, and we borrowed, I don't know, maybe a quarter of what we needed to make that 20% down.
0: Awesome. So then you were in Denver, and you were there for a long time. When you guys, when we sold that, when you and Dad sold the place in Colorado, where did you find that realtor?
1: We used Janine again, I think. Yeah, we did. If you find a realtor...
0: And that was a relationship. That was more than a decade after you had bought that home. Did she stay in touch or you just went and looked looking for her or you had known her all the time because dad still worked with her husband?
1: We would see them occasionally at company social events. Uh, We had stayed in touch. And the thing is, if you've got a realtor that you've been able to work with without a whole lot of friction, why would you go look for somebody that you know nothing about? And I'm sure it came about by Tom knowing that we were going to be moving. And Bruce probably said something like, have Janine give us a call.
0: Awesome. And then you headed to Michigan.
1: Oh, yes, we did.
0: (laughs) Where did... Where did we find that one?
1: <laughs> um, again, the way we found that house, we'd been living, I think we'd been living in a motel for a while.
0: No, we had gone out for a week in the summer before we moved out there and you and I rode around Bingo. with realtor woman for days. Yes. <laughs> where I discovered the, the culinary specialty we were moving to was donuts. Donuts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But we had been, at, we, we couldn't get into that house right away for some reason. And you're right. We had gone out.
0: But where did we find Realtor Woman? Um, who was showing us all the homes and got us into that home. And then. Okay.
1: This is yes. your dad again driving around and this was um a fairly rural area and it was outside of the regular residential area but he had driven it was on a cul-de-sac and he had um i think seen a for sale sign again so we contacted the person that had the listing and um uh, i remember that we were driving around we we had a very very Detailed list. Oh, way we, we did like. I thought when you and I were
0: looking. The way, hold on, please let me see if I remember this. Let me try. I thought that realtor woman took us to a, a very modern cube home with a ton of glass on that cul-de-sac. Yes, and we didn't like that one, but in that process, we saw the sign for the one next door. And then we fell in love with that one, but no?
1: Yeah. Yes. You're right. Okay. You're right. Um, that was a trip.
0: Yeah. So a sign again.
1: Oh my God. That woman, the first thing that she did, um, is there was, I guess what she thought was an appropriately upscale neighborhood for us to live in. And the interiors of home often reflect the landscape and the light outside, and I will talk to you about that more in depth. But th- this was in a place where there were a thousand trees, there was no direct light, and they all had very strange names um like Navajo Way and Hopi Circle. And your dad and I went to look at a couple of these, and we saw the street names and how dark and what a total lack of light coming in any of the houses we looked at. And your dad just looked at the realtor woman and said, we're not, don't bring us. We're, we're not, we don't want to look at any of these houses. Not enough light and really bizarre names. So that was out. But the house we ended up buying had the light just poured into that house because it was glass and um how would you describe that oak that was everywhere
0: so it was rough cut oak rough is how cut, I would describe yeah. it and then vaulted ceilings in the the living space with the yeah. you guys had the master bedroom loft bingo um yeah and it was um you know they had forest on half of it and then you had you know field and yard on the other half and it was essentially a ribbon of glass all the way around, totally open plan, with a kitchen that had the most awesome cabinet paintings ever.
1: Oh, that's right. I had forgotten about them. Yeah, those were exceptional. There was not one curtain any place in that house.
0: I still don't like curtains much to our neighbors. So
1: you got you got a lot of light. And if you're Moving from the Southwest to a place that's dark and oppressive, you really want light in your life.
0: Got anything else awesome to say
1: about your time in Michigan? Well, I just had to look. We bought a second house there. Not, We're dumb, man. We not only bought that house in Big Rapids, but then... By that point, I was working in Grand Rapids, yeah. and that was like a 120-mile commute round trip for me. And your dad, at that point, ha- was working um in Muskegon, and so it was a long commute for him, too. So we sold the house in Big Rapids, and we bought another one in um Allendale, and we found... That realtor, I have no idea where we found that realtor. Was a guy, and he was really excellent. And again, when we could finally get out of Michigan, he handled the sale of that second house for us because um, we just wanted out as quickly as we could get. So, your brother and I loaded up a big moving van, came came to back to uh, New Mexico. And your dad couldn't stand it anymore. And he finally ended up leaving his job early. And, um, I think the guy's name was Kevin. Kevin, we just, again, we did it all by mail and fax, snail mail.
0: And then you bought and sold, well, you bought twice in New Mexico and sold, sold once.
1: We bought twice in Michigan and sold both of those. Then. Right. And then. When we moved back. We rented a house in Gallup for about nine months. Gallup was a really hard place to buy a house because it is completely surrounded by the Navajo and Zuni reservations. It's lot landlocked There's no way for the city or the little village actually It's got about twenty three twenty four thousand people to expand so housing was um remarkably expensive for such a small town and such a rural town. But we finally did find a house and it was uh, for sale by owner. And we worked with them and a, a local attorney who kind of had a specialty practice in real estate law. And we bought it directly from the owner And when we sold it, because it had been such a painless process, we sold it ourselves. We did the same thing for sale by owner.
0: Right. And I recall you and dad had different feelings about that when it was done. (laughs) Yes.
1: I don't so much remember that is that the people that were going to buy their house wanted to bring members of their absolutely endless family through you know once or twice a week and i was i got real bored with that real
0: quick but i thought in the and when we had the discussion around numbers and what it would have cost you didn't really feel like you guys came out ahead yes or no
1: we didn't lose anything could we have come out perhaps more ahead yes but we didn't lose anything it's kind of like you know when you go to the car dealers, I hate it where you have to play the the offer counter offer game. I've always like when you could buy Saturns here. I loved going there because that's the price. You don't have to niggle and naggle over craziness. So that's, it was it was easy from that point of view.
0: That's interesting because in my experience, there are some people who feel like it's not real estate until offers and counter offers are flying back and forth.
1: Oh, my God. There's enough drama involved in buying a house. Why would you want more of it? And that's something I always look for in a realtor. um, Drama? If I ask a question, can you get me an answer? And if you can't, will you make a commitment that you will call me back within X amount of time? And and give me answers. And I'm not interested in having realtors waste my time. Uh, When we bought this house in Albuquerque, we started with a realtor that I don't even and what I had told her is what I wanted very specifically, where I wanted it, And all of a sudden, we're driving all over town and looking at houses that are totally inappropriate and don't come close to meeting any of the requirements we have, mostly because she had had them listed with her for a while and wanted to be able to let the seller know at least somebody looked at it. We pulled up to a house on a very busy commercial corner, and she said, here, here's a house you might like. It's so cute oh, please, that's the kid to death. I don't want a cute house. I don't even know what that means. I don't want cute. But she said, let's go in. And I said, uh-uh, I'm not getting out of the car. I don't want this house. And if you want to go in and say that you opened the door, please do. But I'm not doing that. I just thought that was outrageous. And then I got a different realtor because I just got tired of looking at cute houses. Well,
0: yeah. Then she finally asked me to find you one, and you like yeah the, the woman you ended up working with.
1: Yeah. yeah, and she never said cute one time. What is what is that? A cute house? What? It's got a manicure,
0: a new shirt. Generally, in San Francisco, I don't know what it is in your market. Um, often cute uh is a stand-in for small.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Hmm. Well, that's an interesting thing to know.
0: Right. There's a a diminutive connotation
1: somewhere in cute. Like it's kind of a teenage house. It's not grown up yet. it's cute. It's cute.
0: So out of all of these experiences, which stands out as the worst and the best? The worst?
1: Hmm. Um... That's really hard to say because other than people wasting my time and showing me things that didn't even come near what we were looking for, most of the real estate people that we worked with were really very good. And I found that that was true, whether it was a female or a male person. If they're good, they're good. Um If they're bad, then I'd say, thank you very much. Please go away now. And I go find somebody else. And that only happened, um, when we were buying this house in Albuquerque.
0: And if I'm hearing correctly, your definition of a horrible realtor is a realtor that can't or won't listen. Bingo. Okay.
1: Here, I, I just told you exactly what I want and where I want it. If you can't, um, Provide me with the opportunity to, to look at houses that meet those parameters. You're wasting my time.
0: Oh, I agree. Totally. The first one was in the 70s. The most recent one was in the new millennium.
1: Yes. Um,
0: has buying and selling changed over the years or is it basically the same?
1: I To me, it is pretty much the same. You know, you know that you need a house, you find a realtor, you figure out what the finances will bear, and you start looking. Um, I, I don't see any great variation from that anymore. I know that a lot more stuff is available online, and that's, I don't know, I guess interesting is the best I can say, because I'm, I'm sort of distrustful of all the photos that accompany houses, which may or may not, depending on how skilled a photographer you are, actually be a, an authentic representation of what the property looks like. I want to see it myself with my own eyes. So you would never buy a house over the Internet, sight unseen? Never say never, but I would. uh No, not unless I had actually been in the house and seen the house. Um, buy it from a picture? I don't think so, huh?
0: What about if it was overseas? Definitely not. Or more inclined because
1: of? That would be totally different.
0: It would be different.
1: Um, if I were to buy a house in Portugal, I actually have a Facebook friend, a guy who's a real estate agent in Lisbon. So I'd probably get in touch with him.
0: And if? he went and saw it for you, you might do it.
1: Yeah, I might. All
0: right. Very cool. Those are my questions for you. Do you have questions for me?
1: Well, do you think that the way you buy a house has changed since you've been selling a few of them?
0: I would say at the fundamental level, it has not, much to what you've already said. However, what I have noticed is timeframes have changed um and when people start working with the realtor has changed and that changes expectations so while some things have changed in terms of dynamics uh you know underlying what we're doing i don't i don't think it's significantly different
1: what do you mean timelines have changed what are you talking about
0: so in the stories you told about You and dad buying, like dad drove around and saw a sign. You met the agent. Maybe you just saw that house or in some cases, you know, we saw a bunch, but there was this period of time where you were building a relationship with that individual. Yes. Um, yeah. And that period of time has been compressed because of the internet and smartphones or whatever. Um not, not quite sure. Those are my guess. So because that amount of time has been compressed, and people often start working with a, a buyer's agent later, or they've done a lot of research about value around their home before they invite potential listing agents in for the listing presentation, that period of time where people are getting to know each other and decide about mutual levels of trust. And kind of other relationship indicators has changed. Does that make sense?
1: Um, sorta, of, kinda. I, I don't know. Um, to me, the process is the process. And I'm one of those folks that relies on gut feelings. And if you're a realtor, um, it's one of those things like, I can generally tell within a couple of minutes, am I going to feel comfortable working with them or not? And I know the first agent that we used here, the person that was on our board, I remember thinking, what an idiot you are. And sure enough, that relationship didn't last very long. Other other people, you know, you call the number on the sign, you meet him and you go, okay, it's it appears to me that they might know what they're doing.
0: And that appearance in your situation. Would be based on listening skills, which I totally yeah. agree with, but yeah. Okay. And you like right away, you got it. You like them, you don't.
1: Yeah. I either like them or I don't. Okay. And, and that's the way I roll on that one. I either like <laughs> you or I don't. And if I, if I don't feel at ease with you, I'm not going to work with you well and you won't work with me well because you'll be equally defensive and leery.
0: Exactly. It's a, it's, a- yeah,
1: it's like everything else. You gotta have a good match. Yes. So there you have it.
0: Agreed. Other question?
1: No, because now when when we think about buying and selling a house or doing anything, the first thing we think is, Oh well let's call Matt and see what he might think about this. Well yay. See, so you're the you're the in house um reference for us.
0: Well thank you. I'm so glad you trust oh. me.
1: You're welcome.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on my podcast. Is there anything else you want to say?
1: No, not at all. I enjoyed chatting with you.
0: Me too. I actually learned a lot that I didn't know about some of these homes I'd lived in over the years.
1: Yeah, well, we just kind of have a willy-nilly approach. Oh, oh, look, there's a sign. That house is for sale. Let's call them. And it's worked. (laughs) <laughs> all right well have a good sunday mom you too talk to you later bye-bye all right love you love you too.
0: Oscar out loud is a weekly podcast about san francisco real estate from the jackson fuller team san francisco realtors since 2002 show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com <laughs>